All right. Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Cincinnati, Ohio. One more hour and I'll be home. Close my eyes and rest my bones. Can't be more than a mile or so from Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to episode six of the Hunt for Reds October podcast. I'm your host, Coop. And today we got a plethora of just, you know, just amazing slash annoying people. Uh, first, let's go to our special guest co-host, Callie. Callie, why don't you say hello to everybody? Hey. Thanks for having me on, Coop. Hey, no problem. Callie is going to give us some insight into a couple of our topics that are near and dear to our t- tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Things I just, I just love to wake up to. Exactly. <laughs> And we also have BRM. BRM, how's how's things treating you? What's up? I'm doing great, Coop. I appreciate uh, coming back on so I can explain everybody at Woo. You know, that's one of our listener questions. You already got it out of the way, so there you go. I'm I'm a fucking well, savant. What can I say? We got Branch. Branch is on. What's going on, Branch? Not much, guys. How y'all doing? Good, good. Sarah, you on with him too? Yeah, kind of. How's it going, right. guys? <laughs> Branch and Sarah are in a, a married relationship that uh, they, they do a lot of the, the sexy time. <laughs> I see that Borf tried to log in, but it says he's muted, so. Oh, no. Well, I guess you'll just have to listen to us, Borf. So, anyway. Except <laughs> Bender. There He's he is. Here, there Are there you on the board? board? Hey. Hey. What's up? Hey. 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 You're going to whisper sweet nothings into that microphone, board for what? Do you oh, yeah. Zoom? Oh, yeah, board right there. Sorry. All right, we'll cut that out. Yeah, we'll cut that part out. No, we won't. Um, no, don't cut that part out. <laughs> board, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm good. How are you doing? Hello. I'm in Strawberry Yogurt Paradise. I bet you are. So is Todd's wife. Oh. No. Poor Todd. All right. Poor Todd's we jump wife. Into some... Poor Todd's wife. That's, yeah. You hit the nail on the head there. Let's jump into some, <laughs> some hot fucking stove here. <clears throat> There's not really a whole lot going on. Uh, the only real somewhat hot stove news is that Derek Holland went on I don't know if it was a radio show or on MLB Network and said that he's been talking to the Reds. Um, last year, he was with the Giants, uh, started 36 games through 171 innings, 357 ERA, 109 ERA plus. I mean, he wasn't too bad. He had a whip of 1.29, which is eh, borderline iffy, but uh, didn't walk a whole lot of guys, uh, gave up less uh, less hits than innings pitched. Let's uh, let's do some discussion on Derek Holland. How does Derek Holland hit you, Callie? Uh, well, I read that his nickname is Dutch Oven, so I'd like that explained <laughs> to you. I hope it's not what I think. Mm-hmm. But I read that today. Um, I'm thinking this has put 
me over the top of wanting to sign him. Now. Yeah, I'm right. See, now I've got reservations because that just seems really unpleasant. I don't really need that energy in the clubhouse. So <laughs> he can um, uh, he can go somewhere else. <laughs> uh, BRM. All I'm gonna say is he's from Newark, Ohio, and he went to Newark High School, which is a hick-ass suburb of Columbus. So. That's all I'm going to say about that. I mean, that's all I have. You know, I just know he's from a hick Have you ever known him not to be a hick? No, his fucking nickname is Dutch Ovid. Yeah, he's obviously a hick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's really questionable. I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this guy used to be pretty good. I mean, look at his numbers in 2011 with the Rangers. He, uh, he had four shutouts, started 32 games, threw 200 innings, had a whip of 1.3, but... Um, if you want to go by wins and losses, which I'm loath to do, he was 16 and five. But I mean, this guy, when he's healthy, is is pretty decent. Borf, what do you think? I Borf. he's he's not bad. Um, if if we were to sign him, I certainly want to what wouldn't want them to spend too much money on him. Um, I mean, I think he made less than two million dollars last year, and I think the year before that as well, he made less than two million dollars. Um, he's probably in line for a bit of a pay raise, but I, I wouldn't want to see them give him any more than like two years, eight million plus some incentives. Yeah, he uh, he made one point seven five million last year. Yeah. Well, I listened. I listened to that 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 uh, interview that he he talked about that on on uh, MLB Network Radio on Sirius XM. And, uh, yeah, he, he was talking about what the resurgence was, and he said it was pretty stinking simple uh, that he gained about three uh, miles per hour on below last year. And he also started cutting over, and, and instead of pitching inside all the time, he started pitching outside for the first time in his career and getting some success with it. So if, if they did, like uh, Borf says there, at, at, you know, maybe between six to eight million for two years, it might be a decent little pickup, and it might be a nice if he he can go to that closer or that that bullpen role slash starter role, and it's always nice to maybe pick up a guy that you flip at the deadline, you know, that and you know one of the, a playoff team needs him or something, and just flip him for whatever they're whatever uh, you know a team that's desperate get somebody good if he has a good season and he's liable to. Yeah, I mean he's. He's put up some decent numbers in the past, but he's also had some clunkers. He's also left. I just want to say he's left-handed, which is obviously, you know, yeah, that that helps. Nobody's mentioned that he's left-handed. That is beneficial. But when 2017 with the White Sox, he was terrible. Yeah, he also mentioned he really prefers uh, National League clubs. Who doesn't? Yeah, he he said he just he likes being in the action more. You're more involved because you never know when you're going to come in. It's is that he just likes it that way a lot more. Well, I think if, if he does get signed, you'd have to look at him as a fourth or fifth starter, obviously, or like a swing guy out of the bullpen who could give you a start or uh, mainly be the long guy. Uh, he has, I mean, he's pitched a little bit out of the bullpen, uh, but he's mainly been a starter his entire career. Yeah. Uh, so, like, last year he pitched six games out of the bullpen uh, and started 30. So... It's just a matter of, to me, it's just a matter of what uh, what else they could do, who else they could sign uh, before they would sign him. 
Like he would be a contingency in my in my book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's about. What, I mean, he's definitely not the ace, but I don't. At this point, it seems like Cleveland's pulling back and doing any of the trades they were talking about. It sounds like the Reds have already put the number out there for Dallas K, and if they're not going to get him, they're not going to get him. So this would be like, like a yeah, we're not getting none of those guys. So maybe, maybe do something like this, and you know, he might be good for you know 120, 130 innings this year. Yeah, and I'm not giving up Nixon Zell and Taylor Trammell. Hell no. To get, to get. Corey Kluber. I know he's a bona fide ace, but that's just too much. And if that's what they're asking, then uh, we're just going to have to move on. I know Marcus Stroman has been mentioned uh, in the past, but who knows what Toronto is asking for him. He, they're probably going to ask a lot for him as well. Uh, then it's a matter of who else is available other than Sonny Gray. Is there is there somebody available that we don't know about? Hopefully, Dick and the Dick and Nick connection is uh, working hard on the phones, trying see, to see who they. I can see what line. you did there. It's like alliteration. No, that's not alliteration. It's rhyming. It's. I, can't, I don't even. It know. doesn't matter. It's poetry in motion. Yeah, exactly. Uh, other than that, I mean, there's really not a whole lot going on, even in around baseball. I know David Robinson signed with the Phillies, but that doesn't really affect the Reds. And uh, Machado and Harper are probably going to take a while. To sign. They need to make up their damn minds and get it over with. I'm tired of listening about their shit all day. <laughs> all that they talk about on the radio. That's the five. Oh, good gosh. Well, and that's all the national guys write about anymore is Harper, Machado, Machado, Harper. Uh, Machado's going to the Yankees. I don't know why they're, why it's even a question. Yeah, um, it's not. Harper's not going to the White Sox. I can tell you that. He's going to go to either the Dodgers or he's going to go back to the Nationals. Um, he's going, he's going to the Dodgers. No, I also think the Harper, Harper could sneakily end up in with the Cubs, with the Cardinals, or with the Phillies. That's true. Um, if he ended up at the Cardinals, I would just die a little inside. My ultimate sleeper team for him would be one of the one of the Texas teams, the Rangers or the Astros. They're going to come out of nowhere. They have that fuck you oil money, so... Yeah, but they don't want to give over the luxury tax. Plus, where would Harper play in uh, Houston? I don't know. First base. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking more the Rangers in this scenario because they can honestly deal um, with his name Mazzara on right field and get pitching back, and you know maybe just skip a rebuild altogether. But I'm... they could probably deal Joey Gallo. Jesus Christ, Joey Gallo's like guy. a fucking slower Adam Dunn. <laughs> Joey Gallo is definitely the three true outcomes come to life. If he ends his I mean, career with more than fifty-one percent, you know, true outcomes like Adam Dunn did, I will personally, I, I will write an entire article about it and tweet nothing but Joey Gallo facts for a day. I want to, I want to read some Joey Gallo stats real quick. Yeah, there's not much else going on. Hold on, let Last me year, let me tie this tube around my arm so I can inject it into my fucking veins. <laughs> last year, so Joey Gallo, last year, 40 home runs, 92 RBIs. Ben was six with a 312 on base, 498 <laughs> slugging. <laughs> he's in like, 2017. He's like Rob Deere. 2017, 41 homers, 80 RBIs. 
He batted 209 with a 333 on base and a 537 slugging. That represents his highest batting average of his career. This guy, he either he struck out 207 times last year and 196 times in 2017. It does and, lead the league. Uh, I'm not. I don't actually don't think they led the league. Um, and I mean, he walked 74 times last year and 75 times in 2017. But I mean, this guy is more so than Adam Dunn. He's either going to strike out or he's going to hit the ball out of the ballpark. That's somebody. Mm-hmm. Imagine him in Cincinnati with the West Side crowd and the Pete Rose and the how people hated Adam Dunn. Imagine Joey Gallo. With, <laughs> have you all ever have you all ever seen the defensive shifts that teams put on him? Yes. There's no third baseman. There's no shortstop. They don't even put anybody on the left side of the infield because they know he's just not going to even try to do that. It's freaking hilarious. Oh yeah, Joey Gallo. Thirty years ago, would have hit like two four forty two fifty, probably, because nobody shifted. Nowadays, yeah, yeah, he's gonna hit right around the Mendoza line the rest of his career because everybody's gonna overshift, and he either parks it in the fucking seats or he he's up there guessing. You know, it'd be like he, Joey Gallo is like the football, the baseball equivalent of throwing a hail mary every time. Well, and uh, he basically just DHs because he can't play the field either. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, in terms of other hot stove things, I mean, that's just about it. There's just nothing going on. JT Real Muto is probably was a pipe dream to begin with and now is probably not even an option at this point. And, and the Marlins have screwed that up bad. Yeah, Everybody I think the Marlins the went out and one. Well, he can't, exactly. he can't go to the Yankees because the Yankees have Gary Sanchez, so Jeter has no idea what the fuck to do. <laughs> That's I, very I agree, true. though, that that they definitely overplayed their hand, um, even with the Braves. Uh, up for the longest time, he was going there, but the, it sounds like the Braves balked at the asking price. Derek Jeter's butt hurt about how much he got for knowledge. Mm-hmm. God, the Reds should have made that deal. Oh, God, yes. If they made that deal, even with the, with the trades they've just done this year, we're a playoff team in 2019. Oh, absolutely. I mean, easy. They really yeah, should have done that. I don't think I don't think if had we made the trade, I don't think Yelich wins the MVP like he did with the Brewers. But yeah, it it, it improves our team immensely. Yeah, makes us a playoff team. I don't think he'd won the MVP because well, of you, guys, you guys think, yeah. you guys think the Reds would have made the playoffs last year had they just added Christian Yelich? No, 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 not at all. Okay, I was like, oh, holy shit. No, no he'd, had a great, he'd had a great year, and they probably would have won. You know, maybe five, four or five more games because hell, I think he had a five uh, war season. Well, that's yeah, that, that, that's you not know, right. But, but uh, the, uh, they, the the pitching still sucks so bad. There was nothing, you know, that wasn't going to yeah, win them. I, but I, I would think going in with, with, with the addition of Wood and uh, Roark, <laughs> I do believe that this team coming up and maybe Castillo settling in a little bit with that, that would push us from where we're at right now, which is like. Probably 500 into that, maybe sniffing the playoffs pretty good with Yelich. Tanner, the, Tanner, the pitching Roark? Yes. Correct. The pitching. Also, this segment of the podcast is brought to you by Copenhagen Mint Long Cut. Copenhagen Mint Long Cut. Get through your pussy. Here, hold my spitter. <laughs> Callie, thoughts? 
what is Copenhagen? What was that? Cop- dip. Copenhagen mint long cut. Dip it or you're a pussy. <laughs> It's God right. damn it, Coop. So anyway. Hey, I want to give, before we start, I want to give a shout out to Ram, at Uncle Ram, follow him, he's awesome. <laughs> <Uncle Ram. laughs> yellow is bullshit. Hashtag besties. It's all yellow. Cock talk. So before we were rudely interrupted by my uh, internet crapping out. We were just starting to talk about uh, the creepiness of of some of the dudes on Red's Twitter, and uh, I was trying to explain that it's not just a uh, Red's Twitter exclusive thing. This is any kind of sports Twitter, any kind of any Twitter where there's women involved and creepy single guys who uh, just uh, think that sending a picture of their hog is going to get them, I don't know, get them something. I don't think single. I don't think single uh, stops them. Yeah, that's true. No, <laughs> that's that, true. that does not apply to all of them. No. Yeah. So most, Kelly, most of the time, it's, the ones I've seen, it's uh, love my wife, love my church and God, Jesus first, mm-hmm. John three sixteen, Reds, Amen, Deacon, and all that here's shit. Here's my dick. And here's, here's my, my dick. Here's my cock. Don't yeah. my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Is that so, about right, Kelly? That, that nails it. I mean, that is accurate. So, a lot of the time it'll say in the bio that they're a dad, but definitely leave out the part that they're also a husband, things like that. Big red flags. You will be seeing their dick, so get ready. <laughs> so here's here's the thing for people you might not know. Callie receives a lot of dicks. and <laughs> Dick pics! Dick wow. pics! Wow! So phrasing. I mean, damn. Are we not doing phrasing anymore? Oh yeah. We're doing I, I I meant to say like pictures, not. Hey, and this is a judgment-free podcast, so if if you do receive a lot of dicks, then you know more power to you. No, I mean that's but, cool, but that's not what we're talking about. Right, we're talking about the actual pictures of the penises. <laughs> Um, and so Kelly is someone who's highly experienced in the uh, art of the receiving the unsolicited hog show and without naming names because one I don't want to get sued and two we're not looking to ruin people's marriages just, how many a week do you say you would get Kelly well up until recently when our friend Tony um, sort of went on a bit of a bit of a rant about it that was probably probably necessary i actually haven't received anything weird since then <laughs> but, wow. um, Yay. yeah yeah it's interesting i don't know you had but, a day so you had a drinking problem um, <laughs> yeah, that was, who the fuck was that guy <laughs> i don't know but kelly i will fucking send you a picture of my bloody mary and you will like it <laughs> is that is that what you're calling it now <laughs> so i don't know i would say that 2018 i probably received like i don't know 12 12 13 actual completely unsolicited pictures of dicks um if you just want to talk about people being a creep it's it's every it's everyone you know (laughs) it's so unfortunate 
Um, and it's definitely not limited to myself. It's, it's not anything like that. Uh, I've actually found out recently that one of my good friends has received the exact same dick pic from someone. Um, so they're recycled. <laughs> These things are just on file, evidently. Uh, little troubling. I was like, huh. Little troubling. Maybe he just liked the lighting of that particular picture. <laughs> it was professionally done. You know what? Did it have like, a matter face aside, filter on it? There is no good dick pic because it's just not a good thing. But just subject matter aside, it was not a good picture. It was terrible lighting. So I don't know why he would save that one. It was really odd. And maybe that one is... Just, uh, Maybe he was just extra excited that day. <laughs> he just woke we up and did not good... receive it on the same day. Oh. Actually, it was about a year apart. Oh, well. Holy shit. Yeah. You know, maybe he woke up with a raging blue vainer and, oh, everybody needs to see this. And, oh, so no, this... one of the best part? He was he was a uh, he was definitely in his office when he uh, took the picture. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Man, yeah, HR is not gonna like that one. No. Oh. No. What do you think? What, what is everybody's proud. HR policies on? You know, whipping your hog out and taking a picture. Well, considering I work in an office full of all women and I have a desk out in the open, I would be dead upon arrival. I work alone in the middle of nowhere. I whip it out and piss all the time. <laughs> Don't necessarily take pictures though. Not necessarily. So that's good. I mean, Cal- Callie works with her family, so if that happened, then we'd have a whole bunch of different questions. Yeah, I, I, no. <laughs> I don't know that I have any explicit rules against it, but I've never done it. No, I've never done it. One, because, you know, I'm old and married and fat and ugly. Hey, you seem to like baseball. I like the Reds too. Here's my penis. I don't understand the mindset. I don't understand the mindset. And Callie, explain this to me. What what kind of conversation begets the hey, here's Reds fan Chet. I'm fifty and I have three chins. Here's my penis. Reds fan Chet. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> it's Chet from Weird Science. It's the brother. Um, that- I would say that more often than not, there is no conversation. It's just, uh, hey, how's it going? And then, it, well, you get a couple things. Sometimes if you don't respond, which clearly not responding to all these weirdos, um, they get really mad at you and call you a bitch and then block you, which is kind of funny. Also preferred to out. the other solution, which would be to show you their dick, like just yeah. for no reason, out of nowhere. Like, huh, that's a bold way to start this off. But well, I think they're maybe going, oh, look at what you're missing out on. <laughs> you're like, well, uh, Ooh, yeah, not really. Not really. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a shame. And the, and the thing is, is <laughs> Callie is not alone, like no. she was saying earlier. This, I mean, oh, no. This happens to most every girl I know. You, there's another There's another girl with a fairly large Twitter account, and she's, she's awesome. I'm not going to mention her name. But I know she has never opened a DM because she's op- she opened one once and said she's never opening another one ever again. She doesn't even oh. look at them. Oh, I yeah. Talking, I, blame her. I was talking to another so person. People ask you if it's, 
if someone DMs you that you don't follow, it asks you if you want to see the image before it actually shows you the image. And I'm always like, oh, my God, this is should I open this? Like, is this going to be harmless or is this going to be like a horrible way to start out the day? It better damn well be where you hid the keys to the Ferrari you just bought me. Yeah, or like deed to a house or something. Like I, I yeah. don't, I don't dick pics. I, like I feel like I've, everyone should know. No one wants your dick pics. And and the thing is, is look in the mentions of like female sportscasters or female writers or uh, weather girls, especially, and you will see the thirstiest oh God, motherfuckers yes. you'll ever see in your life. And I mean, just creepy. There was one the other day. I'm trying to find it. I actually took screenshots and tweeted it out. This guy. Uh, are, you, this, are you talking about Jessica Kleinschmidt? Yes. That was terrible. Holy this, shit. That she was tweeted. Bad. She tweeted. I, I don't know. Some, it was something about uh, she's got a surprise for her followers. So I'm thinking a normal person thinking, oh, well, I've got a, a special article coming out or I've got a. Uh, something to do with baseball because that's what she writes about. You know, as a normal person, that's my thought process. No, this guy comes out and asks her if she's going to be a stripper and so he can see her goods or whatever. Oh, yeah. She's finally going to show off the goods. Yeah. That was really nice. And that was a real She probably called it. Yeah, they're probably dating now. They're probably dating really hard. They're dating so hard. And the main reason I wanted to talk about this is even I know Callie was brave enough in the Me Too movement to come forward with the dicks. But uh, sorry, that was a really bad joke. But I mean, I've talked to there's another Red's Twitter female, I don't want to call her celebrity, the nicest person you will ever meet, and she gets them occasionally. And it's like, yeah, I, I just don't understand the thought process. Or, like, what what do they expect when they do that? Do they expect that you're going to just say, oh, i got to have that? I don't know. I, I wonder the same thing. Like, what is the outcome that you're looking for? Do you want me to be excited about this? Like, um, I just don't get it. I don't really know what kind of response you want. So, this is my saying. This is me saying to Red's Twitter, Red's Facebook, Red's Instagram, Red's whatever social media. Keep it in your pants. Don't send out the unsolicited hog show. Now, if somebody asks for it and you're both consenting adults, whip it out. Yeah. yeah. Then do whatever you want. Right. But... Been married freaking 22 years. If you think that, that uh, Sarah hasn't got a picture, try to do it while they're at an important business meeting because that's just fucking funny. <laughs> I get the same thing. Out him, Sarah. You out him right now. Oh, no. Last week when we were having that big meeting, here's Sarah. Here's uh, She's like, I see it flash across my screen real quick. Boot or phone down, and I flip it over real quick. Then I hear it come in again, so I have to get up and go check. There's my wife's moves, but it's a good way to break the levity of a stupid, you know, business meeting that she knew was going on. But that's just fun couple stuff. Well, you know, cute. I was doing my thing today, and 
fortunately, it was just text. <laughs> and a cock was mentioned, and I was, oh! And there was a, um, a minor standing in front of me, and I was like, hmm, flip that sucker down. <laughs> Phone down, but, all the time. All the time. But can you imagine, like, you know, young mom there with her, like, three-year-old eating breakfast? Checking Twitter. <laughs> Mommy, what's that? <laughs> oh, that's a that's that, that's a corn dog. Corn hog. My, you know, that turned right. to an entire different, entirely different conversation. Corn hog. <laughs> My seventy-five-year-old mother has got dick pics on Facebook. We made her shut the account down afterwards. Not even. Oh kidding. my no. god. See, I'm telling you, it's rampant. It's everywhere. Yeah. Was it a lemon She's party? She's 75 years old. Mom got a BBC. <laughs> oh, it was a BBC. Oh. Yeah. yeah. She goes, oh, God, something's wrong with my phone. How did this happen? What? She doesn't even, like, turn it off what? and flip over or anything. It... She keeps index cards by her chair and grabs a... one of those cards and smacked that sucker over the screen. She <laughs> it was a big BBC goofcock. me her phone. Well, did she like it? No. I don't think so. She was a little... <laughs> she was pretty upset about the whole situation. Yeah. I think she started crying. Yeah. Can't I blame me. I don't know how I'm going to label this podcast. I really wasn't expecting the Branch's mom would make an appearance on this topic. Retired kindergarten teacher. I'm... We switch topics now. Yeah, I like switching topics is good. But just just for everybody out there listening, don't send unsolicited dick pics to girls just because they like your fucking sports team. Or to anyone. Or to anyone. Just don't do it. Or to don't do it. Yeah. Don't. You can send them. Wait, so I not, not a good thing. To I shouldn't send Koopa dick pics. It's not a this. good look. Also, no, anyone who sends me a dick pic in 2019. I will out them. That is, yes. that's a thing. Yes. 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 Everybody else is going to see it too. Everybody. Everyone I know that, is going to see it. So don't do it. Right in the main timeline. We'll retweet the shit out of that. I will. I will. I, I, this is the year. It's over. <laughs> I know some of your names that aren't these. And you should know yeah. better. And if you keep you doing know it. You know are. We're gonna let people know. That's not a threat. Mm-hmm. All right, let's change the topic. Let's get let's get into some some listener questions. Uh, I originally asked this back on New Year's Eve when I thought we were gonna record, but then I decided that I just didn't feel like it. <laughs> woo at Woo the Reds asks: Is it possible for BRM to not mansplain everything? Is it? <laughs> Does anybody feel that I mansplained anything the same? Yes. Ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I just put, oh, fuck, the jacket just lost. Oh, Oh, I thought you were talking, oh, okay. Uh, It was perfect timing, though. It was. Fuck Carolina, you cocksuckers. I'm done, sorry. If you could not mansplain, especially when we're talking about the dick pics, um, stop mansplaining so much because Wu is concerned about it. I'm I think concerned. Wu's full of shit. 
I'm concerned about Wu. Yeah. He's, he's a loyal listener, so let's not piss him off because we only got. I'm like, not. I'm not trying to. I'm, I'm not trying to piss anybody off. I'm just generally concerned about Wu. That's all. There's nothing behind that. I'm just concerned about him. I hope. I hope he's okay. I'm sure he's fine. Are you mansplaining your uh, reaction question? Who's the man that am I mansplaining? <laughs> I think you still can. I don't know how this shit works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. All right, moving on. Uh, Jonathan Webster. <laughs> Jonathan Webster, friend of the podcast, at jwebster underscore 10 s. Shout out, shout out. Shout out to Jonathan. We got he's got a two part question. One favorite drink. Favorite drink for me is bourbon. Um, and if I had to pick a bourbon, it would be Eagle Rare. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody, go around tell your favorite drink. Start with Callie. Uh, I like a nice refreshing gin and tonic. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your gin? My favorite gin, um, probably Bombay Sapphire. I like Tangeray too, though. All right, both good. Okay, BRM, what's your favorite drink? (laughs) Uh, anyone that's in my fucking hand. (laughs) Uh, no, I'm, I'm also a big fan of bourbon. Um, it doesn't really matter. You know, I tend to be a Woodford guy, but you know, I'll mess with blinds. I'll mess with a lot of different things. Um, it really doesn't matter. Basil Hayden is great. So I just enjoy a nice glass of bourbon, and I usually have it with one ice cube or need. What about you, Branch? Um, I'm the old fucker here, so I like uh, beer made by huge multinational conglomerate corporations <laughs> uh, and shipped and trucked to every damn convenience store within a mile of everybody's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much Anheuser-Busch products, but I like some Miller products as well. Uh, tonight we are we are drinking Michelob Ultra because of uh, the calorie count, and it's a good beer. Retweet. I like McUltra. Yeah. Bore for you back. I'm here. All right, what's your favorite drink then? Uh, I tend to be a beer guy, so my favorite beer is the Mad Tree Signature High. Uh, if I am doing light beer, it's going to be Michelob Ultra. Um, if I'm going out, I love to shoot tequila, and then if it's a special occasion, I like bourbon. My favorite is plain. All right. So the second part of Jonathan's question is least favorite. Sarah, sport. what's your favorite drink? Oh, oh sorry. Cut Sarah. out the Sarah. I'm sorry, Sarah. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I never. Uh, probably Captain and Coke. I'm easy. The only man that's been in her more than me is the captain. Is the captain? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna reject this podcast. They won't. <laughs> no, unfortunately. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. So the second part of Jonathan's question is. Least favorite sports player ever. I have two. One is Joe Kim Noah. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Joe Kim Noah, just, he, you just look at him and you want to be violent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's really, like, nothing else to explain it. You look at him and be like, I want to rip your face off. I watched him beat my Buckeyes in the uh, 06-07 national title game. I wanted to fucking punch him in the dick. Um, I had to watch him twice a year at Kentucky, really three times a year with the SEC tournament, beat down our teams while they're winning back-to-back national championships. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Corey Brewer, 
Al Horford, those guys, I don't got any problem with them. But Joe Kim Noah, fuck Joe Kim Noah. Yeah. And, of course, the other one's Pete Rose. Fair. Callie, go. Least favorite sports player. Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward, okay, yeah. yeah. I can see that. That's fair. He's uh, just very hateful. And he's dirty. Yeah. He, he was a dirty son of a bitch. He's an asshole. BRM, least favorite sports player. All right. Player. I got a lot because um, I like because I, I, I like a lot of teams. Um, when it comes to baseball, I'm gonna go with Yadier Molina. He just fucking oh, pisses yeah. me off to no oh, end. Yeah, he's um, a toilet. I absolutely abhor Sidney Crosby. He's a slew footing piece of shit. Fuck him. Um, and then if we're gonna go to like you know if we're gonna hit up you know every other sport on earth, it's not even a player. I just think Jim Harbaugh is so fucking annoying and creepy. That I'm I'm, I'm going to say Jim Harbaugh too because, because he's a coach, and he's like the fucking kid that nobody ever told that what he did was weird or wrong. So he wears baseball like oversized baseball gloves to Cubs games and sleeps over with recruits, and it's just so fucking weird. So yeah. well, I just I hate him too. You know what the the other weird part is? Which which part? He's his brother-in-law is Tom Crane. Oh yeah, I know. It's just a family full of fucking weirdos. <laughs> I also I also hate oh, Tom Brady. I just want to th- I just want to throw out Tom Brady. I fucking hate Tom Brady. Everything about him, everything's weird about Tom Brady. He kisses his classic. kids. You know his defense won him three championships. I just fucking hate Tom Brady. He's forty five rings. He has the will to win. Yeah, he's fucking. I'm fucking. Barry McCock. He threw that ball one yard down the field. Oh my god, I'm horny. He's 41 and that's fine. Tough scene. Tough scene there. Uh, Borf. This is a really hard question, but the first person that came to mind was Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Any other explanation, or just you just hate rapists? No, I, I just well that, and I've just always hated him. Um, I've always thought he's a little overrated, and obviously he always beats up on the Bengals, but that's because we always suck. Um, but yeah, just, I don't. I think he's an attention whore, and I think that, like the last like three years he's always been like, oh, I'm so injured all the time. But then I don't know. I just think he's a little bitch. All right, branch. Uh, first one's Christian fucking Lehner. Uh, <laughs> I think that's all I have to say. Everybody should get that. Mm-hmm. You don't like the Devils? What? I really ain't got nothing against Duke, but Christian fucking Lehner was annoying when I was in high school, man. It was all about him, and it was so damn annoying. Oh, my gosh. And everybody all of a sudden was... You know, oh hey, a white guy can play basketball. I'm so in love, and it just he drove me nuts. Um, and I, this is how much I hate the other guy. I can't even remember his name right now. Brewers outfielder threw people under the bus when he was doing steroids. Ryan I mean, Braun. Ryan Braun. There you go. See, that's how much I hate him. I couldn't even fucking remember his ass. But yeah, he's a piece of shit. He took people that had making you know what seventy thousand dollars a year, sixty thousand dollars a year. Took them yeah. fucking down yeah, when he was cheating. That motherfucker. He's like oh, yeah. Lance Armstrong bad. Oh, yeah. Lance Armstrong's yeah. a fucking tool, too. And he has twice as many balls. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sarah, least favorite uh, sports player? Well, probably that fucker that kept hitting all our guys. Oh, Ryan Madsen. Madsen Madsen or Tyone? Madsen or Tyone? Or both of them. (laughs) Fuck those guys. Hey, Ryan Braun has twice as many testicles as Jameson Tyone, too. (laughs) Yes, he does. (laughs) Good for him. Somebody needs to shove him down his throat. All right. (laughs) I'd like to put on record that Ryan Madsen is a bitch ass. (laughs) (laughs) In case anybody forgot. In case you forgot. Thanks for updating. So our next question comes from Jamie Dyke at Jamie Dyke one. Hold your comments. Um, is the starting center fielder currently on the roster? What comment? <laughs> is this? Is the starting center fielder currently on the roster? And I'm going to say yes, and that it's Yasiel Puig. Yep, agreed. Puig, a friend. Because yes, I he think, is. I, I don't think Matt Kemp's going to get traded. I think Kemp starts in left, Puig in center, and Winker in right. And Shebler's oh. your fourth outfielder. I love that sounds, sounds good to me. I think Shebler gets traded. That gets a possibility, too. Yeah. I think he's actually worth more than anybody else, and we don't need him. The Reds don't Sheb- need him. Shebler and Jeanette for Michael Fulmer. Let's do it. Mm. Let's do it. Call Nick and Dick. The Nick and Dick connection. <laughs> yep. That's the, be- that's the best law firm you can go to, Nick and Dick. <laughs> they got to start wearing them shitty toupees that come on during the Reds game, them damn lawyers. Oh, what are they, cheating? Elk, did, elk did, or whatever. Did they, did they cheat death like elk and elk? Yeah. <laughs> The one guy looks like the Crypt Keeper. He is the fucking Crypt Keeper. He's death. That's why he's alive. <laughs> I don't. That's what I understand. You make that much money, and you get a ten dollar toupee. Look at Mark <laughs> Davis. I mean, look at Donald Trump's freaking hair. That guy's a billionaire. You can't buy a decent set of hair. No, you just buy wives. It's not good. Yeah. Mail <laughs> order brides. So anybody else think that the Reds will make a deal for a center fielder, or is the center fielder on the roster? I I actually don't, but I but I'll be honest with you. Did you all see that that those stolen base numbers that um, Jose Siri's putting up in the uh, the mm-hmm. winter league right now? Yep, dude, that guy might be a sleeper if he continues if he develops his bat a little bit more. I I don't think they're on there right now, but I think our center fielder the future might not actually be Tramel. It might actually be Siri. And Tramiel might be in right or left. You know. You're right. Anyway, just throwing that out there. Yeah, no, I, I know there's people that question Tramiel's arm uh, for center. He does have a 45 arm, so that's slightly above average. Yeah. I think that plays in Great American just because of the small outfield. But Yep, agreed. Totally agree. Well, honestly, it away. looks like Tramiel hasn't went through puberty yet either, so he could change a whole lot. He's a Buckeye fan now, though, so I like He's him. Balls drop. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah with the dynamite drop in right there. The way he swings the bat, so pretty. Yeah. All right, our next question comes from a friend of the podcast, Storm Chaser Nick, who I've talked to about coming on a future podcast. And Long pause, I'm nervous. Next question. Will there be an official Hunt for Reds October meetup at Great American Ballpark in 2019? Well, if we do it. Yes, it'll be secret. I'm going to opening day. 
opening day, I think, will be the official Hunt for Reds October meetup. Uh, you know, I don't want to give give it out give out too much detail, but I think we're all going to try to be there, even if some of us can't get in the game. Like, should um, we? Should we all send? We should make it like a scavenger hunt. If you can find us all. Should we send dick pics to each other so we know how to find each other? Yeah. Yeah. Look for this. Just the most dudes. Yeah. Look for this. Look for this hog around the third baseline. (laughs) I would love to try to do a uh, a live on recording podcast from opening day, but I don't know if I could be able to get in my uh, laptop and stuff into the ballpark. We'll yeah, fuck to... you, fuck you, Marty. Let it happen. We might have to be outside the ballpark somewhere. Yeah, I can bring a MiFi. I can bring wireless, so you can do anything yeah, we you could, need uh, internet-wise. We might have to do that. Maybe from Crosley Terrace or something. Maybe yeah. we can sit on Pete Rose. Huh. Have to get get to get some like headphones with a microphone. We'll be the oldest people that ever sat on Pete Rose's face. Truth. There it is. Truth. All right. Next question comes from frequent podcast co-host Emily Witt. Most underrated thing about Great American Ballpark, hidden gems, ball game tips and tricks, etc. Why don't you start us off, Callie? Underrated thing. Mm. I don't know. I like standing at the power stacks a lot. It's a close to beer. Also, sort of close to the Sundays in the little Reds helmets. That's also a gem. Everyone should get one of those. Shout out, Tony. Mm-hmm. Red Sunday hat. At Red Sunday oh, hat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out, Tony. Those are Borf, great. Borf, what's your uh, most underrated or hidden gem at GABP? Um, I don't know that it's even underrated or, or a hidden gem. I just don't think that there's a bad place you can see the game from there. Um. Yeah, and I mean it's it's just it's just a great ballpark. I don't I don't I don't know off the top of my head because I know it so well that I just nothing is hidden to me. I guess. Um, I don't know if you have a chance to do any of the the private viewing areas and you know some of the suites and stuff like that. Those are pretty cool. Um, but other than that, I don't I don't have a specific one in mind to be honest with you. BRM. I feel like if you want to throw money around, go sit in the handlebars so you can get a lot of drinks, a lot of food. Um, but other than that, I think the pro tip would be something that Borf and I have done a few times now, and that you buy cheap-ass tickets wherever, or you get tickets to a friend, and then you end up sitting in the right field seats right along, right against the wall and have conversations with Jesse Winker. That's also, <laughs> that's also really fucking fun to do. <laughs> Branch, Sarah. Okay, mine, uh, when it's early, um... If you go into the whatever the hell they call that, uh, the liquor bar uh, on the, uh, the first base side. Jared's home. Into that bar, there's a freaking heater vent that blows down like a mother. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. It's fantastic if you're froze to death. You get toasty quick. Yep, and you get your, your, get your bourbon, stand under that thing for a few minutes, you feel like a brand new person. Nice. Yeah. I'm kind of I didn't know that. That's nice. It's not really a hidden gem. It's hidden a hidden gem. That that is a hidden gem, but I also like the fi optics uh, seating area where you, you stand, stand you, you stand up sit. you don't sit yeah. because my, here's my biggest problem every time I buy expensive tickets seems like the more expensive tickets I buy the more people show up that have no fucking baseball park etiquette at all 
Joey Votto's up to bat. My 15 kids need to stand up right fucking now and go to the <laughs> I paid $200 for these damn seats. Don't do that. It, it just drives me nuts. But if I if I get in the cheaper seats, seems like everybody's a little more into the game. Kind of, you know, knows not to stand up when Joey Votto's up to bat, at least. You know? And it, it always pisses me off when that happens. Because them... Some seats are expensive. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah. I don't really... It's just rude. My, it is my rude. Hid, my hidden gym isn't really hidden. It's down the first baseline by the foul pole where that... that Where you can get, the, like, the turkey legs and, the, like, the, the whole yep. like, meat thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like okay. standing there um, and just eating a big old piece of meat and chit-chatting and watching the game. That That's Todd's wife's favorite thing, too. <laughs> Todd's never going to come on here after all this. <laughs> Poor Todd. Poor Todd. We love you, Todd. We love you, Todd. At Bitter so, Red Fan, we love you. I go to games with Todd at least once a year. Todd knows I love him. <laughs> so, speaking of Todd, you can't speak of Todd without talking about Kevin. Kevin, we were trying to get on here tonight. He's he's the one with 37 kids. <laughs> um, I want to give him a special <laughs> shout-out. He's... A pathetic Reds fan on Twitter. It's really empathetic, <laughs> but I like to call it <laughs> wow. he, he did a challenge where oh my God, for man. a year and two days, every single day, he went and ran. He's a beast. Even when he had surgery, he went and ran. So I wanted to give Kev a special shout out. I also wanted to give him a shout out for his award winning banana nut bread that I want to get a taste of. Anything that has to do with Kev's nuts is going to win awards. Yes. 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 Because, like I said, Kev's got 83 kids, and he ran yeah. for 700 straight days. Tough scene. Tough they scene. had a kid, and he got his balls cut off, and he still ran. Right. He uh, ran he's my hero. He ran Class the act. He got neutered, and he ran the same day. Class yep. act. Class hey. act. <laughs> I mean, cap. Damn. That run was probably a tough scene. He's yeah. he's 41 and I'm horny. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Kev, a pathetic Reds fan. Um, last listener question comes from our buddy Unk Ram. Ram. Oh, yes. His his question goes across two tweets because it was so long. So here we go. The hot fucking stove hasn't been very hot the last week or so. Getting Puig slash Wood would be plenty for most off seasons. <laughs> We were promised the pitching. In your opinion, are the Reds really viable options for one of the remaining free agent pitchers? Do you believe they'll pull a trigger on a blockbuster like Kluber or Stroman, etc.? Do these guys have the cock to make the Reds a playoff contender? Good old Ram has to get the cock in there. I like mm-hmm. Are they viable, viable contenders for, say, Dallas Keuchel? Viable, yes, if they go for five or six years. If it if he signs a four year deal, it's not going to be in Cincinnati. I think they're do, they're not going to they're not going to do another pitcher for that much length. I I, I think Bailey has got him gun shy as hell and legitimately so. Yeah, I agree. I agree too. And we talked about Kluber and Stroman earlier. Um, I I think a lot of these deals, if they were going to get done, would have been. I do think they make a trade for a pitcher. I I agree. I just don't know who that pitcher is because I don't think it's going to be Kluber or Bauer. 
Probably not even. No, I'm, I'm actually thinking it's, that's that's kind of where I'm I'm feeling like we're gonna. I, I still think it's gonna be not one of the big Mets pitchers, but what's his name? Wheeler, Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler, yeah. That's a good name. Yeah, and uh, I I can I can see Shebler for Wheeler, and maybe that not being that hard of a deal to make, but it's kind of a they didn't really want to make it, but they knew it was there all along, kind of thing. You know. Yeah. And that wouldn't be terrible. He's a good pitcher. Yeah, so that's all of our listener questions. Uh, Callie, you want to give a special shout-out to anybody, or you want to give out your social media so that people can send you some pictures? Or... <laughs> no, I don't. I'm telling you, I better not open up my messages and have any here it's over pick season is over no more mine is drawn in the motherfucking sand brm any special shout outs yeah i want to give a shout out um i want to give a shout out to everybody on the podcast it's been a a pleasant evening with all of you so i've I've enjoyed spending my time on here and um i want to go back and touch on a point from earlier today um i saw Emily Witt tweeted out that she said Ben Trommers is a top five baseball movie. I just want to say that's a hot fucking take, and a shout out to Emily Witt. And it's also an incorrect take. <laughs> is it Matt in that movie? Well, here's the top. Here's your top five baseball movies in no particular order. You got Major League. You got Sandlot. Yep. Yep. You got, okay. Uh, Bull Durham. Yep. Uh, Field of Dreams. Yep. And then my hot take, A League of Their Own. Yes. Yes, I love it. A League of Their Own is a great movie. I, I think uh, I think an underrated one a lot now people don't talk about is Eight Men Out. That is That's excellent. A That's a good movie. But, uh, you rank hard. And 61, Moneyball. Yes, no, they're all good. Moneyball, Moneyball, and Hardball. I, I absolutely adored Forty Two. I thought they did. A I love game. it when you call me Big Pop. <laughs> I thought Forty Two was fantastic too. Yeah, Forty Two yeah. incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Borf, any special shout outs or anything? Uh, yeah, someone tell my boy Nat that I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't think he likes us very much anymore. That's all right. Branch, special shout-out. No, you covered it with Kev, man. What he did was amazing. I mean, I've actually run this weekend, and I'm like 65 pounds overweight. It's uh, I ain't running every damn day, I can tell you that. But it's definitely inspirational. I'm like 6,500 pounds overweight, so I can't. I can't even. Dude, you're gonna be a slim, it. sexy beast next year. I'm just hoping to be able to fit in the seats on opening day. Everybody, retweet if you'd fuck Coop. RT. 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 Sarah, special shout outs to anybody. Um, I don't know. Maybe at Madelaire for ghosting us this week. Oh, Madelaire. Because yeah, he, he doesn't like our advice. The troop cucker. He's busy cucking troops. Well, he wanted to be on the podcast, and I was I I told him how to connect with me on Skype, and he didn't do it. Well, see, 
But he wants us all the time. What's his little video game thing? He wants us all to get on all the time. <laughs> Shout out to Paco. Then, then he shushes us in the commentary. Yeah. He, in, <laughs> he invites us in the commentary, and then he, like, like he, he like, mutes me for, like, 20 minutes because he doesn't like what I have to say. I'm tired of your Stalinade censorship, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't communist Russia, Matt. Yeah, what the fuck, Matt? It's America. And honestly, Creep, what he wants is he wants his own special, you know, podcast where it's just him. USA. USA. <laughs> USA. These colors don't run, Matt. No trading on us. Yeah. I mean, Zipper I can see... Yeah, you'll die. But the thing is, he obviously hates America because he cucks all the troops. He is the biggest... <laughs> He's the opposite of Barry McCockiner. He's not respecting him. He's fucking... Uh... Oh, we love you, Matt. So on that note, I think we're going to wrap this one up. So if, if you have any comments about, especially the dicks, send those to at Kelly Fugate on Twitter. Um... <laughs> He's going to kill you. <laughs> Thanks, so for uh, for Branch and Sarah and for Borf and BRM and Callie, this is Coop saying we'll see you next time. And I-